you ever thrown you a curveball that you weren't sure what to do with? You know, the kind where you think someone should really do something about this. Have you ever thought maybe that someone is me and then found yourself on a grand adventure you never saw coming? Me too. As a special needs mom, I have been saddened by what's available to my son. But instead of wallowing in it, I decided to do something about it. Along the way, I'm meeting extraordinary people and having the most wonderful experiences I never thought I'd have. I'm so inspired by what's happening around me that I want to share it all with you. Living Your Legacy is a community where ordinary people who've been called to create something bigger than themselves can come together to be inspired, connect, learn, and live into the legacies they want to see in the world. I'm your host, Michelle Slaney Travato, and this is the Living Your Legacy Podcast. Hello, everybody. Michelle Slaney Travato here. I want to take a moment to welcome you to another episode of the Living Your Legacy show. I want to take a second to thank you all in my audience for being there and for checking out all the things that are going on around legacy making. I'm so excited and blessed to say that we have followers in India. And if that's you, hello. I'm so excited you're here. We have a following in France. Bonjour, my friends. Um, I'm so excited that you're here, as well as Canada and the United States. Thank you so much for giving me the gift of your time to learn some things about legacy making and to also give some thought to what legacy you could be creating in your own life. And of course, in the process of creating your legacy and in thinking about it and in living into my own legacy with my family, there's lots of pieces to legacy making that need to be addressed. And today I wanted to just talk to you about one of them, maybe not the most fun one, but one that we absolutely need to handle. And that's this. Sometimes life just hands you lemons. So what do you do? I say you make grape juice and watch everybody wonder how you did it. So let's talk about that. In the process of legacy creation, it's easy to think that once you get started, everything is going to go swimmingly well. There's not going to be any major headaches or heartaches or hiccups. And the truth is, that's about as far from reality as possible. Anybody in the middle of creating their own legacy will tell you that there are lots of things that come up that they need to deal with. Life just hands you lemons and you got to figure out how you're going to either work with it or, like I said, make your grape juice and do something completely different. What I can tell you is that problems and challenges are inevitable, but how you deal with it will help you work your way through it, right? I mean, truthfully, lots of things could potentially go wrong. There were things that don't work out. There are paths that you go down and you realize they're dead end, or maybe it was sort of a false start anyway. You didn't really get started. Or plans that you thought were totally laid out and every possible contingency thought of will suddenly just fall apart, right? You may even have to scrap the entire direction you're going and start all over again. Now, don't let that make you give up, okay? What do you do with all this doom and gloom? That is the question, right? So today I've got five tips to help you navigate those storms a little bit easier. And I thought I'd share them with you. So tip number one is this. 
take a step back and pause for a beat. It's so easy to be reactive when something comes up. It's easy to react angrily or aggressively or throw up your hands and storm around your house or slam some doors or whatever it is that you do when bad news comes out of the blue your way. Well, it's really important to literally take a step back from the situation and pause for a beat. You want to give yourself some time to process what's happening in order to be able to also process how you can move forward. So here's a couple of questions to ask yourself. Is this situation or issue like really important? Is it vital to your legacy? If the answer is no, then I say let it go. Make another decision, fill in the blank or scrap that idea, that piece of it all together, right? Don't Put a lot of time and energy into that. Now, what happens if it is important? Like it absolutely needs to be a part of what you're doing. Here are some questions to ask around that. Can it be accomplished in a different way than the way you were doing it? If the answer is yes, I would pursue and research those options. Choose the best one for yourself and keep moving forward. Um, would a slight variation in what you're doing or an adaptation to what you're doing, would that work to make it work out better? Well, again, if the answer to that is yes, go find those things, make those changes, and Bob's your uncle, off you go. Is there a different path completely than the one you, are, you were on that will take you to your final goal? So maybe you just need to step off that path and step on another one. But if you don't pause for thought and ask the questions, you'll never know if those answers are out there, right? Pausing lets you take a breath or 10 or three days worth or a week's worth or a month's worth, but it allows you to regroup, to really kind of think about what's happening, regroup, collect yourself and move on. And the human brain literally loves questions. The more questions you ask, the more your brain is like, ooh, this is awesome. Let's go find the answers. And your brain is going to start engaging all those creative problem solving and thinking centers to come up with potential ideas. So ask the questions. If you can't come up with the ideas yourself, Ask the questions of the people at your round table, the people who were there to support you, who might know the answer or be able to connect you with people who know some answers that can support you, right? These are great uses of your time to take those lemons and do something good with them. And I'll give you a, a specific example here. So I am a quilter. I make quilts out of scrap fabric that's donated to me, and I donate them in our community, both internationally and locally. And when you're sewing, your nose is literally six, eight, 10 inches away from the pieces of fabric that you're sewing. So every mistake seems so big, like glaringly obvious. And it can kind of detract from the joy of things because you get all caught up in the mistakes that are there. But I've learned that if I don't, like if it's not a complete disaster of a mistake, then, and I keep going, once I lay the full quilt out and it's on a bed or on the floor for me to look at, suddenly that mistake just doesn't seem so big anymore. It doesn't seem so daunting. In fact, sometimes I can't even find it again. So a little distance and a little perspective are really good. So tip number one, take a step back, 
and take a breath or as many breaths as you need to start regrouping. So this is the first step. When you get handed those lemons, don't just throw them at the person who handed them to you. Step back, have a thought about it, and then regroup and move on. Tip number two, one of my personal favorites, put yourself in timeout. Now, if you're a parent like me, you've probably put your children in timeout a time or two when they were young. And I certainly tried it with my oldest son to completely no avail. It, it didn't work uh, at all for him. And I remember uh, there was a time when he was younger and things were a bit difficult and his behavior wasn't so great. Uh, and he was in timeouts a lot because I was trying to figure out the strategies to help him to learn to do things better. And one day I was in the, I think I was in the bathroom and I was, you know, putting something away or I was looking in a drawer for something. And he came in and announced that I was in trouble and I'm going in timeout. You are in timeout, mama. And he closed the bathroom door and he walked away. Now, initially I was a bit irritated by that. Like seriously, I wasn't doing anything wrong. I wasn't, you know, there was no reason for him to do it. But then I realized I was in timeout. That meant I could do something that I wanted to do and he wasn't going to bother me. So I locked the bathroom door and I gave myself a facial and I painted my nails. And I, you know, I, got, I guess about half an hour in, he was like, wait a minute, this is not at all having the effect I was hoping it would. And so then he came knocking on the door and wanted to let me out. But I learned something from that. Putting yourself in a time out is not a punishment. It's actually giving you time to hit that reset button. So rather than staying in a place of a lot of frustration where nothing, literally nothing works, um, why not do something completely different and fun? Why not go read the book that you've always wanted to read or walk the dog? Get outside of, of your house, go for coffee with a friend, have a dance party in your living room. Do something that puts you in timeout. It is not working on your legacy. It is not focusing on those lemons. It is literally shifting your thinking and your body so that you can then have a fresh perspective moving forward. This changes your frame of mind and it will have a positive effect on how you're looking at the lemons you've got to deal with. So allow yourself that. Put yourself in timeout. Since my son did that when he was young, there are times that I'm like, mom's going on a timeout. Bye. Now, unfortunately, he's on to me about this and he doesn't like it very much when I do it because it means he doesn't have access to me. So I do it in my head now more than I actually say it out loud. But it's a worthwhile strategy to explore. Put you in timeout. Time out from what's frustrating you, what's not working, so that you can reset yourself, re-energize yourself, and come back stronger and better than ever. That's tip two. Thank you for being a part of the Living Your Legacy podcast community in 2022. We can honestly say 2023 is going to be an exciting year. We've got some new things going on that we'd like to share with you. The Living Your Legacy podcast is now offering advertising spots. We found many entrepreneurs spent lots of money on advertising last year, only to find that they weren't falling in front of their ideal audience. We'd love to help you get your message out. Let's discuss this. 
Click the link in the show notes to book a time to chat and see if this could be a good fit for you. Tip three, ask yourself, what am I meant to learn here? That's a great question that I've started asking. Um, Because often when things go very wrong, there's something I'm meant to learn or something I'm meant to change, and I need to go figure it out. And when you take that kind of curious perspective, as opposed to judging, uh, judging yourself or whoever is causing the challenge or whatever is causing the challenge, when you stop the judging and you start looking at things from a curiosity perspective, a lot of really interesting answers will come to you. So the universe has this magical way, universe, God, Allah, Yahweh, whoever it is, or whatever you believe in, has this way of giving you exactly what you need when you need it. And that includes those problems and challenges too. Okay. It includes those lemons. So problems pop up for us for lots of different reasons. Maybe you're heading down the wrong path to achieve that legacy goal. Maybe you just weren't supposed to work with that bank and you need to go find another bank. Maybe that supplier or that employee or that partner um, in this venture wasn't the right one for you and you need to go find someone different. Sometimes these problems, in fact, I'm going to go so far as to say often these problems pop up because you are in need of a change, a change you don't see because you're so busy in the doing, the doing of the things, the doing of the day to day that you don't see that you need to do it differently until you need to do it differently. So again, you want to start asking, what am I meant to learn here? What am I meant to change here? Um, So it doesn't leave you judging you. But it does allow for opportunities for more thought, for more um, ideas to pop up, for more discussion with the people that are on your, you know, at your round table who are supporting you and what you're doing. It offers you opportunities to be more open to what's available out there for you because now you're exploring the possibilities, right? And again, it'll get you to that better way to get to your finish line. So you want to do that. Tip four, ration your time. This is an important one. Are you giving all your time and energy to fixating on the problem? Is it swirling around over and over and over in your head and just getting bigger and badder and worse the more you think about it? Are you giving, doing all those really super negative and maybe even apocalyptic What if scenarios in your head? Well, what if this happens and I'll never be able to do that? And what if that happens and I'll never be able to do this, right? If you're doing all of that, then you are giving way too much of your time, your precious time and energy to the negative thinking. This is not going to help you get any further ahead. In fact, it can really make you stuck. And this is a place where lots of people just give up and walk away. Well, it just wasn't meant to be is what you'll hear people say right? It can totally suck the joy out of your entire project and leave you like sucking on a lemon with that bitter taste in your mouth. You really just don't want to do it. So ration your time on this and ration your thinking space. Focus on other things in your legacy that are going really well, because not everything is going to be terrible all at once. I hope. Um, 
focus on those things that are going well and tell that itty bitty, um, sticky, icky committee in your head to take the rest of the week, the rest of the afternoon, the rest of the year off. You are now done. Fixating on the negative rarely, if ever, brings about positive solutions. So why devote so much of your time there? Really want to think about rationing your time on that problem. And it's okay. Um, I have what I call in my house the 24-hour pity party. So for 24 hours, I am allowed to feel completely deflated. I am allowed to sulk. I am allowed to whine about it. I am allowed to gripe. I am allowed to just talk about how unfair this totally is. And for 24 hours, I'm allowed to feel all the feels around that. And then I need to put it away. This is not productive. It doesn't help get to a solution. It doesn't help me feel any better. It doesn't help me sleep better. It doesn't help me be a nicer human being. It doesn't do anything good. So have the 24-hour pity party and then put it aside. Ration those thoughts and say, okay, I am done now fixating on the problem. I need to start searching for solutions. Searching for solutions is a much more positive place to be. And it makes you feel like you're productively moving forward because you're finding solutions and answers that could potentially work for you. And why would you not want to be focused there? Which leads me to the last tip of today. Smile. It really makes people wonder what you're up to. You ever do that? You ever drive around in your car, just smile at people or on the street, uh, randomly smile and say hello? They always look so puzzled. And then often they smile back. They're not sure if they know you. They're like, I don't even know why this is happening. But then they smile back, right? So smile, make yourself smile. So here's some interesting statistics just about smiling and laughter. A 2012 study found that smilers enjoy lower heart rates during stress recovery. When you are stressed and worried and upset, your heart rate skyrockets. But if you can find reasons to smile, you can bring yourself back to a safer state, lower your heart rate, slow your thinking, all of those amazing things just by smiling. Imagine that, right? Smilers and people who smile a lot and laugh are also rated as being happier and they tend to live longer. Those are all great things in my book. Don't you want that? I certainly do. So find reasons to smile amid the chaos. Okay. And laugh. Find ways to laugh. Laughter is so good for you. It releases chemicals in your brain that causes you to feel relaxed and happy. Here's a tip to try. This is so much fun. There is no way to remain tense and stressed and laugh at the same time. You should try it. You can't do it. It is just not possible to remain so tense and laugh at the same time. In fact, after a while, you start laughing at yourself and how ridiculous you feel and look trying to stay tense while you're laughing because it it releases neurochemicals in your brain that actually cause your body to relax. It causes you to feel happier. It causes you to be able to think clearer. Why not do those things? And having a sense of humor is always so helpful when things go sideways. Like I said, you can go back to tip four and have your 24-hour pity party and lose your sense of humor temporarily, then rediscover it. Pick it up again and do something that's going to help you. Watch a funny sitcom or uh, a movie. Um, Listen to a comedian that makes you crack up every time you hear them. 
Maybe it's a comedian like me that you might even know. You've heard it so many times. You can say the lines along with them, but it still makes you laugh, right? Maybe it's this funny TV commercial. Record it and play it to yourself. Call that friend that always has that uncanny way of making you laugh and feel better. Do whatever you need to do to make yourself smile and laugh because it literally is good medicine. It's good for you to do that. And it will always help you cope with those lemons and turn them into the grape juice they were completely meant to be. Now, this is not an exhaustive list of tips and strategies on what to do, but these are sort of five things that I generally do in my life to help me regain my sense of self-esteem and control to hit the reset button when things go sideways. And believe me, they have many times. So it also allows you to have a shorter recovery time as you practice them. At first, it's going to take you a long while if this is a new thing for you to kind of get yourself back into equilibrium. But as you practice it and, and pick one or two or all five and practice them, it actually gets easier and easier and easier every time you do it. And it will help you to become um, quicker at it and to feel better and to recover quicker, to be able to reset yourself faster and easier so that you can progress forward. So there's less time lost in floundering around in the problem and more time gained in working towards the solution. So my sister has this great phrase that I often use when I'm dealing with things that are really difficult. And this helps me to take that step back. And she says this, you got to go through the scum to get to the good stuff. So when you're stuck in the bad stuff, you're stuck in the scummy parts of things, you're stuck with those lemons, you got to look at them and say, huh, now what can I do with you? And look towards seeking positive solutions that will help you to create maybe an even better legacy than you had ever, ever imagined. Your legacy and the people around you will thank you for doing it. So folks, I hope you found these tips helpful today. I want you to know, as always, I think you are awesome. It takes an incredibly strong, courageous person to launch their own legacy and to work to live into it. And for that, folks, I think you are amazing. So go start living your legacy today. Have a good one, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you enjoyed this episode, please submit a rating and review and share it with a friend. Together, we can inspire more people to start living their legacy too. And let's keep the conversation going. We would love to hear all about your journey in living your legacy and support you along the way. Join our Facebook community, Living Your Legacy Podcast where we connect, collaborate, and celebrate each other. Can't wait to see you there.